Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction. Online at edgeconstructioncompany.com. Now here's your host, Mike Tuing and Sean Treble. This is the Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction. Online, edgeconstructioncompany.com. Of course, uh, you can always pick up the phone as well. Give them a call. 636-3343. That number for Edge Construction. 636-EDGE. Join in the studio as we are each. And every Saturday by Mr. Mike Tuig, owner of Edge Construction. Mike, how you doing today? Great, John. Great to see you. And uh, we are going to talk about a few different things this morning uh, as we're getting ready to, uh, of course, the spring and the summer. And as uh, people are getting more excited, is this kind of the time of year where people really start? Like maybe over the winter, they've been kind of humming. It lulled them to yeah. sleep a little bit. <laughs> well stated, yes. <laughs> kind of a, it took a while for me to wake up, too. Yeah. I, is this where you guys are really starting to see? If doesn't kill you in Wisconsin, you, you <laughs> yes. come out of it in March. A hardiness there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there, there are, it does seem like, uh, you know, people are coming out of the woodwork now. I, we, we had a really, we had a weird winter. We had... Uh, uh, usually for us, the, the January, February, you know, we're, we're, it's a hard time to fill, you know, in, in, in construction because, you know, uh, November we got Thanksgiving, we got these big holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, mm-hmm. and it's just really hard to get people to plan and people, you know, they're, they're going out of town to visit family and they've got people coming to their house. So they just don't want to talk about it. And this year we had a, we had a bunch of stuff, uh, January, February, March, we've been, we've been pretty steady right through and, and, uh, you know, now we were, uh, up until recently, we're, we're just kind of searching for those projects for mm. the summer, but, um, you know, now it does seem like we're looking at more stuff and people are looking at, you know, uh, that, uh, you know, it must be, it's in, it's in front of their mind now. They yeah. want to do it. So. <laughs> and it's, it's a good time as, as, you know, as we're talking a little bit about, and we're going to talk about, you know, some of the things to talk with your contractor about before you actually uh, get the work rolling. And we've talked and we'll talk uh, as well, this show about kind of the process and working with edge construction, but now is a really nice time as um, of course, as we're, you know, a lot of us have kind of this lull before a next holiday or company over a really a good time to kind of get rolling on on that conversation. What are we seeing as far as as far as what people are looking for right now? What are what are some of the kind of the popular home remodeling projects? You know, we've uh, it's been we just went through six months of just we were in kitchen land. We just did a lot of kitchens. Uh, I think reason. at one point we actually had five. Uh, Housefuls of cabinets in our in our warehouse, <laughs> waiting for jobs to kind of hit that stage where we needed them, and that that's all worked through. Um, and I we've had some, you know, like when we're talking about additions, because that's you know, since you asked, that's what I'm gonna want to tell you. It seems like, um, you know, additions are are just gaining ground. I know we probably started the first five years we did the show, we probably didn't talk much about additions because we just didn't it just didn't make sense. And there's a bunch of reasons I think right now that that the additions are you know they're getting brought to us. Those those spend a lot more time in design, figuring out what to do, you know. And, and it's it, it I can't tell you how many how typical it is for um, to go through this process, work a few months on it, and then people pull back and say, okay, I got to think about this. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure if we can do this, or or they have to work through some logistics. Um, 
you know, maybe with zoning or, you know, um, figuring out, you know, the, the finances and that, that all this can work. But, but uh, it's always nice for us when people come back around to that because, okay, I, 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 if we had a job that where somebody came in, yep, I want to do the dish and I know exactly what I want to do. You just draw it this way. Uh, we'll pick out everything tomorrow. Next week we'll sign the contract. It doesn't, it really doesn't work that way. Right. And I, so when when I always feel like when somebody's had some time to ruminate over this thing, you know, we're pretty confident that they are, you know, not only serious about it, but, you know, they're going to make better decisions because, you know, we want them to really be sure to. Mm-hmm. And, and you mentioned, too, with with um, with additions and that, are people kind of kind of getting in that mode now where they're saying, you know what, I love this neighborhood. I love this area. We bought this house for a reason. Let's. Why bother going through the the thing of buying and selling a home? Why don't we stay where we are? It does because um, you know if you're if you're looking at a I don't know what a typical house in Dane County is is bringing. I think it's you know two fifty or three hundred. Let's say three hundred thousand for easy figure. I mean just the just the the realtors. Sorry, realtors. Uh, you know that's that's about a six percent hit for most people. Unless you're really good at, you know, maybe sell it to your neighbor or something, I don't know, and skip the commission. But, I mean, that $18,000 can go a long ways towards making, you know, you know, doing your master bath or getting your, you know, getting your, getting your kitchen done or, or, you know, like we're talking about the additions. You know, it, we, in the past when, when somebody's house, you know, when they really weren't satisfied with it, they maybe looked and said, "Oh, I'll just find another one. I'll <laughs> we'll build one over here, or I'll you know, there's plenty of houses on the market, and I can I can find my move up house, or I can find something a little bigger, or that fits my needs better." And that's just like you know, that situation has changed. Yeah, <laughs> there's just not as much used stuff out there to pick from. When we talk about additions too, what what are we typically seeing? Like an added family room, or more bathroom space, or a combination of just different. Um, again, more bathroom space, more cupboard space, more family gather. I mean, what what are we seeing a lot of? So what what's what we're seeing is either a, a master bedroom suite, or um, getting that. You know, as we work on a lot of those houses downtown. The addition we might be putting on down there might be a, a, a popular one for us has been adding a, a space for a powder bath, maybe maybe increase, you know, giving them a, an entryway and giving them some curb appeal. That, that for some reason, has been a popular one. I know we have one uh, that uh, we're going to be starting as soon as, as soon as the weather kind of, you know, as soon as we're ready to start digging down there. Um, those are popular. Uh, it, it tends to not be just this kind of ambiguous space, you know, like, I guess we do have one in design that's a family room. The house really warrants it. It's a, just a weird, you know, this house was built a long time ago. It's just a weird house. There's no place to, there's no hangout spot. There's not like a logical great room. And so I think that's going to add on. Plus a bedroom, though, and a bath. So, I, like, I think you're always a little better off, you know, if you have one of those kind of bigger elements to put in it. It just seems to make more sense, like, mm-hmm. you know, a bath or you know, increasing the size of your kitchen or the the flow of the house a little bit. Oh, if we gotten better, you mentioned the flow of the house, and it kind of ties in with, with what I was thinking about. There's got a little. I don't want to. I'll say better at design, but I don't know if that's necessarily the right way to say. It. Are we are we better at at saying? You know, it used to be with houses, kind of what our expectations was was all the rooms were basically square, rectangular, and they kind of just fit together. Like, are we better now about kind of designing a more flow? Obviously, open concept is is the way everyone's going, but kind of more flow and giving the house maybe a little bit more of a unique character than than what we did traditionally? Well, uh, I, th- I think that 
you know, when, when I talk to our people and, and Jim Architect and our and our designers and the, our in-house people, I'm always saying, okay, we're designing now for we're designing areas for people to congregate. So. Mm-hmm. Whether that's a, a kitchen, and we're we're getting that kitchen to join the rest of the house, and you know maybe adding an island or someplace that people can you know two three people can either work together or hang out, um, you know and and converse. There's there's or eat dinner. Um, the same thing happens in the other areas of the house. So when when you when you're looking at a house and going well, it just doesn't doesn't flow. Um, you know, there's a lot of times there's not a ton that you can do other than take take out some barriers. So, mm-hmm. you know, that open concept thing has really helped that. You know, help help that also. Is is Madison and, and and obviously each municipality is going to be a little different. Is it has it gotten better as far as getting these these? <laughs> I'd love to. Hit the, yes. <laughs> but is it is it easier to, like to we we talk about you know uh, if you live in a, especially a city, but even other communities have kind of restrictions. Is it getting better about adding uh, adding additions, or is it still something that that there is a bit of a process to to oh, go through? Yeah, there's quite a process. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the good point there is that the kind of that first step that people don't realize is anytime you're changing the footprint of this property, your first step is to go to zoning, because your local local zoning board will go, well, you know, there's a there's an there's an easement for this great big electrical line going. Or I don't know, it's probably not that, but <laughs> you know, maybe you know you know there's setbacks. So um, I know city of Middleton, um, there setback might be five feet or I think it's eight feet and combined sorry if I get it wrong but but it's, the point I'm making is where they measure from whatever part of the house protrudes the most so it could be that your eve you know where, oh. where everybody else hits the foundation so when you're talking about feet and inches here you know you got you gotta look at some of that stuff it just um, or your or your neighbor might weigh in and go well you know I don't like this, and if you're if you're infringing on on the setback rule, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight you on it. Or maybe mm-hmm. I don't you know, I want this thing blocking my view. Or how does this affect me? I th- I think that you know we're, we'll probably get into some of that stuff and and maybe best practices and how to handle it. But um, has it gotten easier? Nope, it never gets easier. It only gets harder. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, because we don't add we don't take away rules. We add rules. Yeah. You know that's our that's our system. Uh, so <laughs> I've, you know, we joked, but, um, I was thinking like, if they're going to add a rule, they should be able to have to get rid of a couple or Just something. Just kind of trade but, something off. Exactly. I, I think like if you're doing it, you know, if you're doing it right, it's, um, you know, having Jim, our architect on staff has helped us so much because it's not like we're trying to get away from with something. It's that you need somebody that can speak their language. So if you need to talk to the zoning board, you know, they want it, they want the right information. They want it presented in a way they are used to. And the, and you, and they want to be flooded with it, so, yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of how we do it. Well, it's interesting too when you, you mentioned uh, it, kind of the the presented in, in that way, and we've talked a little bit about Jim in the past, and you know he's he he gets them. I mean, there there there's we all are speaking he's one the, of them. yes, exactly. <laughs> we're all speaking the same language, but we're all speaking different languages. Jim and gets these get these guys. Uh, it's interesting too, though, and 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 kind of how I, I thought we could tie the, our, our conversation. We're talking about additions in with um, our our conversation about some of the conversations things to discuss with your contractor before you get rolling on the work is that zoning is a big thing is you can have all these great ideas and and spend all this time oh, we're going to design it is a if you're not having some of these conversations and some of these meetings up front it can turn into all for naught and that's kind of when we talk about working with edge construction getting this stuff done beforehand 
is important following that process. What well, is you know, and some people are really comfortable with that. So if they're you know, like there's there's sometimes we show up. And a homeowner will say, you know, I already talked to my zoning board. I already talked to the inspector. I, these are the problems we're going to have, and this is where where I think we can go. Oh, that's really that's really cool. It saves us time. But mm-hmm. if you're, you know, if you want us to do that, that that that's fine. Just um, you know, we didn't need to have that conversation. Very very good stuff. Talking with Mike Tuig, owner of Edge Construction. Of course, you can find them online edgeconstructioncompany.com. That's edgeconstructioncompany.com, all one word. Fantastic website with some really cool examples. Some of the work the guys have been doing. Also, some links as well. Facebook, House, Pinterest as well. Again, just get to edgeconstructioncompany.com. Their telephone number six three six three three four three. That number so easy to remember. It is six three six Edge. We'll talk with Mike a little bit about some of the things that you want to talk with your contractor about before the work gets started and some things that uh, may be a bit obvious. Other things that I will tell you this, definitely not obvious unless you're uh, in the contracting world. We'll find out from Mike what those things are as we continue our conversation with Mike Tuig of Edge Construction here on the Home Remodeling Show, 1310 WIBA. This is the Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction on 1310 WIBA and iHeartRadio. This is the Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction Online, edgeconstructioncompany.com. Telephone number at Edge Construction, 636-3343. That number is 636-EDGE. Talking with Mike this morning, Mike Tuig, owner of Edge Construction. Just about some of the things uh, you want to talk with your uh, contractor before the work starts, whether you're doing uh, a remodel or you're doing an addition, those type of things, definitely important to have these conversations uh, with your contractor. We've talked in some other shows too, by the way, if uh, you're curious um, a little bit about edge construction, kind of how things operate. We've talked a little bit on some of the shows about the process and it will reference it as well, a bit on this show as well, uh, but we go into it very uh, detailed on some of the previous shows. You can listen to those, of course, at edgeconstructioncompany.com. Links there as well as at wiba.com. So Mike, one of the things that um, May not seem all that obvious, although once it's it's pointed out, you go, well, of course. When you're having remodeling done at your home, your house becomes a job site. And as with any job site, there's got to be some some understandings, things like hours. And sometimes people don't think about that, like, when are they going to be here? Who's going to be here? <laughs> Obviously, you've thought about all of this stuff in great detail. But as a homeowner, we don't always think about that stuff. No, and, and uh, you know, the, so we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff that, I mean, usually we're talking about design and, and yeah. the process, and it's really fun and cool stuff. This is a little bit more nuts and bolts, so I, mm. I hope it's valuable information. But at the before this job starts, you and your contractor should be talking about, um, you know, how how important this is, first off, to a homeowner, how, mu- how much they want to know. Like, because um, we could say, well, okay, for the next three months, we're going to need access to your, your house from 7 in the morning until 5 at night. Um, there are con- there are contractors around town that's, that uh, make their homeowners sign an agreement, some some of our bigger competition, that says they can't be there while they're, homeowner can't be in their own house while oh. they're doing the work, which I first I've heard of this, but the last couple of weeks we've ran into a couple. Um so that there, the, the it must be part of the discussion, <laughs> but uh, but I think like you know homeowners just generally want to know okay like what time how early am I gonna have to get up? It was you know because a lot of times we you know we do we're at the shop before seven in the morning. That doesn't necessarily mean most days we're at your job at seven in the morning. We're probably getting there seven thirty to eight. Um, we want to be cleaned up and out of there by you know four ish. Um, if they're really on a roll, maybe just a little bit later. Um, 
but you know, most of the time we're loading up trucks, we're we're unloading some things, getting rid of garbage, cleaning things up in the vans, and and then heading out. So we're not there super early, but we do have, you know, there are, uh, you know, we do sub a couple things out um, on the mechanical side. You know, it's just uh, plumbing and heating. And, uh, you know, a lot of times they're going right to that job right in the morning. They're loaded up the day before. So they might need to start at 7. Um, I think you need to l- at least talk about it. Um, I know one question I always ask, are you know, is what time do you get up? Like, you know, are we going to be surprising you in your in your PJs? <laughs> or, you know, um, or how much, you know, do you, is, giving you a day's notice, okay, we're going to be here at 7 tomorrow, you know, I think is, is a pretty good practice. Is, is there something, too, about having a conversation about even which door uh, you're coming and going from, which is, um, you know, I'm like, I just come to the front door. But some people say, you know what, side door, got, you know, garage doors, special entrances, and obviously you guys lay out kind of where the materials are going to pass, right? Yeah, and all that really gets decided, you know, during contract stage, at least for us. Like, we'll, we make notes, we'll put it in there. It's a reminder for our people. Um, you know, they don't always, you know, look at, no, they, they, they do a pretty good job. We, you know, sometimes we'll have delivery people that aren't privy to all that information. And I'm thinking of, you know, maybe a basement where it has access from the outside, but that, you know, they're still coming to the front door going, hey, how do I, you know, where do you want this? Um, you know, we just asked homeowners that, you know, as long as we warn them about this, this could happen. You just direct them around the around to the door where they're supposed to come in. We work really hard, and, and every contractor should at, say, you know, it's defining it. This is the construction zone. This is the homeowner zone where the two should not meet. Uh, so, we, you know, we, we'll define that pathway with, uh, you know, with floor coverings and, you know, you you know, anybody coming on a job will see the the different color floor covering. Okay, you you know you're in the construction zone. Hopefully, anyway. So, one of the things too you mentioned is, um, and, and it, it, people may not have caught it. I I, I hear these things because I've I've been around. But you mentioned, for example, um, you know when the guys are finishing their shift, bringing stuff and loading it into the truck. And and we're talking about oftentimes demolition waste and other things. You're taking it with you. But that's also part of a conversation is, is how is this, you know, how is the one, the demolition going to be handled? But what's going to happen with, with this, with the old drywall? What's going to happen with some of the stuff that's been removed? Where, how does that get from the area being remodeled out of the house and get a dumpster those t- I mean those are good right. conversations to have as it well. It is and uh, what we kind of our theory on it is we try to really hit demo and I'm talking like the major demo if we're taking walls down if we got to pull plaster down which we do on a lot of jobs or drywall uh, things that that amount to a good amount of material um, we we will have a dumpster there a lot of times um, We'll just have a dumpster there for one day. Like we'll mm-hmm. have, it'll get there hopefully at seven in the morning, and you know we're calling at noon saying please pick up at three, because you know I just don't like seeing dumpsters sit in in people's yards. Um, I'm sure the neighbors don't love it. If we can get through that heavy demo part to where we can get it down to you know pulling things out in cans. That's that's our goal because but but like like you mentioned you know then then uh, you know our guys are taking full ones back that afternoon and bringing empty ones back in the morning. The other thing too is is we're talking about things like dumpsters and those type of things is how you mentioned you know you want it there and and I think the homeowner definitely agrees to a short a period of time as possible because it's a bit of an eyesore. But how long it's going to be there? Where is it going to be as well? Those are questions homeowners need to ask also. It does because um, you know maybe you're. Maybe, you you know, we work on a lot of these smaller houses downtown. Some of those neighborhoods, you know, between the lakes, 
they're shared driveways, you know. Um, there, there's just no place to put a dumpster. <laughs> so if we, if we, you know, talk to the neighbors and talk to our homeowners, say, okay, we can get, we'll have this dumpster here for one day. We're going to just do everything we can to, to get it out. You know, if, if, if everything works right, we can get this thing out of your way before you, you get home from work. So nice. Uh, but I, but it does need to get discussed. You bet. And what about where the, where the trucks are going to park as well? You mentioned, you know, tight, uh, whether it's a shared driveway or obviously anyone that spent any time on the Isthmus, for example, knows things like parking and is at a, at a premium, isn't it? <laughs> yes. And our, our, uh, the, the people that write those little cute tickets do not have a sense of humor. <laughs> no, they, they don't. They, uh, you know, there's there's lots of rules down there. Um, we've we found out the hard way when we first started working down there that you're not supposed to be within four feet of uh, of somebody's driveway. And we, you know, we've had several neighbors, not going to mention any names, that that <laughs> that gave us a sixty dollar ticket. I, you know, I. It, we 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 joke about it, but we're really not trying to cause anybody mm-hmm. a problem. It's just so tight down there, and I, I hope that neighbors are understanding because you know everybody eventually that owns a house is going to have to have somebody work on it. Um, you know, we we have neighbors that are that are very gracious and will will clear their driveway out, get on the street parking early so that our vans can back up. It's just like you know, how do you get all these tools you know where we need them? Uh, we're doing it. We're doing a job right now, by the way, that is uh, is downtown, and they're they have no driveway, no garage. It's a beautiful old house. It just is where it's positioned, and it's kind of this awkward corner. And uh, you know, I I didn't even really realize this when we first. I just knew it'd be tight. I figured it'd be tight. But uh, when we got there the first day <laughs> to do the work, our, my guys are saying, "Okay, where's the driveway?" It's, I don't know. <laughs> Not a driveway, <laughs> but uh, we figured out it didn't work out nearly as badly as we as we thought. They had a really understanding neighbor that would uh, would would use their parking spot in front of their house, and then when right before we were were getting there, they would move out of the way. Oh, that's so great. We, yeah, so it was it was really we were lucky. Very very cool stuff. Talking with Mike Tuig, owner of Edge Construction Online, EdgeConstructionCompany.com, all one word, EdgeConstructionCompany.com. If you're thinking about doing some remodeling, Mike would love to talk with you. All you got to do is pick up the phone, give him a call. Telephone number 636-3343, That number six three six Edge E D G E. We'll continue our conversation with Mike a little bit about communication, having phone numbers and those type of uh, things available as the project's going on. Also, of course, um, things like uh, making sure that your landscape, that your grass and everything and uh, those nice bushes and uh, daisies out front are uh, are definitely being noticed and being respected. We'll find out from Mike how that stuff is handled. We'll do that next as the Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction continues right here. 1310 WIBA. This is the Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction on 1310 WIBA and iHeartRadio. This is the Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction online, edgeconstructioncompany.com. That's edgeconstructioncompany.com. All one word, a lot of great information about Edge Construction. You can also check out some of the work that uh, they've done and some really, really cool projects there. Also links, one to their house, one to their Facebook, one to their Pinterest pages. Um, you can get some ideas for some remodeling projects. Think about 
doing some remodeling, pick up the phone, give them a call at Edge Construction. Telephone number 636-3343. That's 636-EDGE. Talking with Mike this morning about uh, some of the uh, great information, by the way, this morning, just about some of the conversations that need to be had uh, when you do decide to do some remodeling and, and the conversations you should be having with your contractor. The great thing, working with Edge Construction, uh, Mike is not a newbie at this. <laughs> he's been doing it a long time, and he's been doing it right here uh, in the uh, greater Madison area for a long time. He knows a lot of tricks, a lot of ins and outs as far as uh, different communities, different rules, different standards, and of course, uh, he knows uh, things to be looking out for as well. It's a very informative conversation. Some things, again, some of the more obvious things you think of, of you know, like demolition and that type of thing, you probably think of. But other things that people don't always think about, we mentioned earlier, house becomes a job site. One of the things, of course, we mentioned house becoming a job site is access, coming in, getting out, Sometimes you're going to be home. Sometimes you're not going to be home. But the, but the guys need to get in, and that's an important thing too. Is how do they get in? Where do they get in? What's the procedure? Yeah, we got to figure it out because um, you know there'll be several people coming to work on that job, and they need you know that every situation is just a little bit different. So um, kind of the base, I, th- I think our the standard one that that most people opt for is uh, you know they'll give us key, we'll have a lockbox. So Anybody who's coming on our job, if they, you know, if they they'll have a the, a code they can put in, get the key out, get in, lock their bay way back out, and uh, it's very easy to. But we also have people that say, you know, every level from, so that's one level. Okay, I'm never gonna be here. Here's my key. We'll figure this out. You know, a, a secure access. Uh, to you know, sometimes we have retired homeowners that just say. We're here all the time. Let <laughs> yes. us know. We'll let you in. Or they'll they'll leave the back door open. Um, it that also works just fine. I I you know first time that happened to me, I guess I was a little skeptical. I thought, well yeah, but what things happen? Why don't? Hey, there's there are people that that can really make sure. You know they'll email and say, okay, we've got we've got to be here for a few hours. Is that okay? And and um, you know we always work around that. But uh, one other good one I think is you know when you have a detached garage and a, and the code on the outside for the garage door. You know, I'll just say, hey, you know, you, it's not very hard to change that code. We can put a temp code in there. Uh, so, you know, just for the duration of the job, as soon as we're done, you can go back, uh, leave your garage access door open, and, and we, we can have access that way. That's a nice way to do it. Are you seeing any smart locks? I knew, knew I had to go to tech. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're in the middle of one job right now that does have a, a, a smart lock, which it's got a keypad on the outside. And there again, temporarily change the code. Uh, and I think actually this one you can have more than one code. So uh, basically, they can tell. I'm sure get, their app is dinging whenever somebody from the construction yeah. <laughs> team is is uh, putting in the code. But uh, that's a that's a really neat way to go too. The cool thing about those is you can restrict the times that those codes work, which I was I was surprised at. Wow, that's a that great. technology has just come a long way. It's really neat stuff. Um, and I, that. You know, and and what Sean's talking about is so so you can go okay. Construction time is seven till five. They should be pretty much cleared out. So if somebody's getting access, like actually punching in that code after five, that should probably trigger a phone call mm-hmm. saying, okay, who's you know who's really trying to come work in my house now? You know, this late in the day. 
Really cool stuff. And again, that's obviously one of those things where, where Mike sees it every day and it's part of the planning. You may, as a homeowner, may not think about those kind of things, but it's a very important conversation to be having. Um, also, when we talk about, you mentioned, um, you know, getting uh, alerts, for example, if you've got uh, some of these high tech things. The other thing, too, is, of course, sometimes things come up. Sometimes the unexpected occurs. Um, you never know what's behind a wall until you get inside that wall. Um, having contact information and, and how to reach individuals and who to contact. Contact and who should be the one making the contact? That's an important part of this too, isn't it? It is, and they're they're you know we we go through all this planning and picking out everything, and and that's just the world we live in. We try to get this you know it, the idea behind that is to build this contract that that lays out exactly how this job should go and and all the materials we're going to use and who's going to be doing the work and and how long it's going to take and all that stuff and that we have this detailed scope. And now this world we live in is this is is where maybe the tile that we picked out or the faucet we picked out um, went out of production for a short time, or we've got to make a change. It's it's turned into the 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 suppliers have become the weak link in construction. The the workforce is there. Um, we, we seem to know what we're doing. We've got good people, uh, but you know on the on the on the manufacturing side. I, I think it's just a product of coming out of a recession. You know, they were they were you know they, that business had shrunk and wasn't healthy, and now they're supposed to gear back up. But it's not just that; it's there's so many choices now that it's impossible for them to always predict uh, production and and you know how long their inventory is going to last. So uh, there, this uh, this has turned into you know some give and take on the contract side. So. A lot of times now, if we're worried a little bit, um, you know, we're we're and and most of the stuff we're ordering right off the bat as soon as that contract is signed because we don't want to go through this having to source something else. But mm-hmm. um, think of the amount of communication that's got to happen once we figure out we're in trouble on on a product. Um, luckily, homeowners are you know as long as we talk about it, I think, and everybody understands they're they're ready to do this. There's other kinds of communication too, though. Uh, maybe you get home at night and you're going, "I'm not sure if it was supposed to look like that." You know, the picture in my head was a little different. Um, so we we need to start this this line of communication. Uh, if it's something simple for us, uh, you know, or or maybe just a, a question on technique or the you know the process. You know, our guys on the ground, uh, whether it's uh, you know the Kyles and Tonys in our world, we love it if you contract you know contact them directly and we give you that pathway. Uh, if it's something that's that's going up a level, then we've then we've got the pathway for that laid out too. Another thing too, as we talk about communication, is is how the preferred method of communication, which is used to be back in the old days, pick up the phone, give them a call. Um, I'll use my example when I go to get my oil changed. Now the place I go, I make the appointment online, and they say, "What's your preferred method?" I get a text. That's the, the easiest best, thing. Yeah. yeah. And so you have homeowners even on just kind of basic, um, you know, hey, we're here's the here's the schedule for the week or those type of things. They have different types of methods, and you guys definitely accommodate that. Yeah, and you know, as long as we know, as yeah. long as uh, as long as our our farmer knows, if our if our you know in, uh, girls in the office, the people in the office, if they know, it's it's easy, right? Mm-hmm. We want to we want to always do it right. It's such as it's such an easy thing. Now, I if somebody asked me, I'm like you, I'd say, um, okay, when I walk in my office. I have like four or five people going, did you get my email? I'm going, no. Nah. <laughs> okay. If you want to be sure that, you know, if it's something really important, better text me, hey, look at the email. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, uh, that's turned into a great thing. And, and um, 
You know, I'm a slow moving ship. I didn't. I was kind of late to the game, but but now I love it. And yeah, we, you and I, text uh, a couple times a week each week just about things going on and about the show. And it is, it's 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 nice though, but it's also an important conversation. And some people say, you know what? I I know what texting is. I I I just prefer just not my a, thing. A, or, yeah, yeah, I just prefer a phone call, just a little update from time to time, and and that works well. Uh, real quick too, is we're just kind of talking tech and and ways people so communicate. I was just saying, oh yeah. Now, if you don't answer your phone. You're probably getting emailed and texted and uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a few different I've gotten We're that. All <laughs> the above. Yes. Uh, but but you guys also have and, and certainly for bigger projects, you guys have some cool technology out there that allows um allows the homeowner to, to basically play along at home. They can see what's going on each day and it's really cool. It it does. So it it probably doesn't play in on, on like a I mean something something that's fairly normal and predictable for us, like a like a kitchen or a bathroom model. But on a on a whole house type model or some of these additions, um, we have a we have a we have an internal uh, scheduling program called Co-Construct, and we can actually have, you know, give homeowners access to that to their schedule, and you know our our people now are making notes and posting them on there, taking pictures. Okay, I found this. This needs to get handled. This is done. Or or even it could be pictures of inspection tags. Okay, we got our inspections. Uh, so everybody knows where we're at. That that schedule is pretty is live, gets updated you know all the time. So for a homeowner like the Shans of the world yeah. that love the tech, <laughs> I you'd probably be you know wanting up you know every time something changes you get an update. So it's pretty slick, and you can actually go in and look at look at the the Gantt schedule and and see what it looks like, and it, it's pretty handy because you can go okay. There's, there's, uh, you know, when is, when is something big happening or when is a delivery happening? It's all on there. So, um, you know, like if you're into that, it's great. We've had homeowners go, yeah, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Right. You know, no. we, we know stuff's gonna happen. <laughs> um, they're they're more general, I guess, but. Um, I think like uh, on the on the bigger projects, it's it's really coming handy. Can the homeowner and I know you've shown me in the past what you're able to see. Can the homeowner see it? Like it shows like when the guys are are doing like they sign off on. Yeah, they can the see homeowner see any oh, updates wow. to the schedule, and we can actually trigger things to them and say, okay, if you want to, if you want to know, um, you want to get an email a day ahead of time before you know cabinets get set, or or all those triggering events. Um, you you can be privy to all that stuff. Very cool, and it kind of goes back to that conversation up front: is make sure you're asking your contractor how how are you going to contact me? What's the best way to handle schedules? What works for you? What what's available to me? That's a fantastic feature. That is for sure. Talking with Mike Tuig, owner of Edge Construction. Been thinking about doing some remodeling. Mike would love to talk with you. All you got to do is pick up the phone, give him a call at Edge Construction. Their telephone number six three six Edge. That's six three six. 3343 that spells out edge e d g e we continue our conversation about mike i mentioned some of the things that you may not always think about but for example some large items may need to be removed and they've got to go out a different door maybe they've got to um find a way out you got some you got some nice plantings out front you've got a nice garden out front how is that going to be treated things like lawn and those kind of things as well um very important part of the process we'll continue our conversation with mike we'll find out about all of that next as the home remodeling show with edge construction continues right here on 1310 wiba 
This is the Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction on 1310 WIBA and iHeartRadio. This is the Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction Online, edgeconstructioncompany.com. That's edgeconstructioncompany.com. Fantastic website. A lot of great information about Edge Construction. Been thinking about doing some remodeling. Got some ideas. Mike would love to talk with you. All you got to do is pick up the phone and give them a call at Edge Construction. Their telephone number, 636 636- Three three four three. That's six three six. Edge talking about some of the uh, questions and some of the conversations they should be having with your uh, home remodeler, and of course uh, things especially to do up front. And we are left off talking a little bit about communication, the importance of establishing a system for how you are going to communicate uh, during the project. Another thing people often um, wonder about is things like um, you know you spend a lot of time on on things like beautiful landscaping, those kind of things. Obviously, and you'd like to, I shouldn't say it because maybe not everybody's is that you, yes, your contractor is going to be concerned about your landscape. <laughs> Most yeah. of them are. Um, but that is something that is part of when you guys are, are, are putting together and having that conversation is, is it is, there's a talk about how the guys handle landscaping and, and other type, you know, other there things are, they make or, uh, or, or maybe so on. There's a couple different ways to look at it. Like one is if we're doing your basement and we, you know, there's a there's you have a we have an access back there. We have a door, uh, it's full exposure. We're still going to be a, a there's going to be about a thousand trips across your lawn in this, and they're probably going to follow the path that's <laughs> worn down. You know, so like who's responsible for fixing that back up? Most of the time, homeowners go, well, um, so if you're responsible, I'm going to have to pay you, right? And I say yes, <laughs> and they, they, you know, but it still needs to be talked about. Yes. So homeowners generally are are you know can savvy enough to to handle this stuff, but it still needs to be a part of the discussion. Uh, you know, when there's an addition, now we're now we're in a different category because we're going to be disturbing, you know, not just the exact footprint where the house goes. We're going to be tearing some other things up. Grass is going to have to get replanted. And generally, just our company, we will handle it. We'll, you know, if it's above our level, we'll contract with it. We have we have a landscaper we usually work with, um, or we'll exclude it, which we generally do because, to be honest, it's a better deal for the homeowner. Uh, if we have to contract it, we we might have to put something on it just because we have another added level of responsibility. So we, I don't want to say grease the wheels. We're we'll hook you up. Uh, if you need help with that, but uh, like again, it needs to be talked to. What what level are we bringing it back to? A lot of homeowners say if you get it to finished grade, that means uh, grass is not planted, the dirt's probably not been raked out, you know. But there's still quite a bit of work to do. But they're fine taking it the rest of the way because it's going to save them a bunch mm-hmm. of money. Very cool. And the other thing too, we mentioned earlier in the show about um, you know just about. Uh, when you guys are kind of staging and things up, having that communication with neighbors, it's important to bring your, you know, if you live out in the middle of it, you know, that'd be awesome. If you're out there and no neighbors that are going to, but you do want to have conversation with the neighbors, whether it's your shared driver or just something to say, it's going to be hammers or, or what are you guys using now? You're not using, yes, there's, there's going to be. I call it the old fashioned hammer, the one that you have to, <laughs> has to grip and hit something. Do you guys now use those much? We do. We, okay. <laughs> I joke about it, but yeah, we, we, um, yeah, everybody's still got a real hammer. But yeah. the, the, the new hammer has just a trigger, right? Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. But you do want to talk with the neighbors, don't we you? We do want to talk to the neighbors. And, you know, our our people are used to dealing with the neighbors, and they will be ambassadors for your project. I mean, we're going to 
because we don't want somebody getting mad at us and and causing you trouble or you know it's it's gonna be an inconvenience i can 1000 percent guarantee you there'll be at least noise um hopefully not like you know we control the dust and things like that and the and the mess but um you know what i'm talking about working downtown we've had uh, uh and dumpsters we've had a We've had a truck back up, and the truck tires were actually wider than the driveway and kind of mushed down some grass on not just our homeowner's side, but on the neighbor's side. And, you know, it's a chance for there to be a problem and somebody to be upset. Um, we, we obviously are going to handle that stuff, and any, any good contractor would. But, I, again, it's a little easier to talk about it before it mm -hmm. happens and say, you know, <laughs> just so you know, if something would ever happen, uh, we're going to make sure you're, you're satisfied and then some. But uh, you better talk about it up front. And we talked earlier, too, about uh, about the residents and the communication of who's going to be at the house and when, and are you going to be home? Is it going to be during office hours? And, and those type of things. Uh, the one resident uh, or the residents that don't typically leave, pets. And that is, that's a very important conversation to have as well, isn't it? It is because, you know, we don't want something happening to your pet. I mean, we've now that being said, I know that our guys have, you know, let people's pets out during the day. Yeah. <laughs> They've fed them. I'm pretty sure watered them. Um, they're, we're pretty pet friendly in, in our group. I just, but everybody has something, but, um, you know, again, it needs to be talked about. Um, we've, we've also had homeowners where, they have, you know, maybe a dog that's kind of skittish, like nervous around people, doesn't like strangers. And, you know, on the days where we're doing something loud, they'll take them to, what is it, doggy daycare yes, or, yeah. or the neighbors <laughs> or maybe mom can watch them or something. But, uh, you know, again, it's just uh, the communication gets pretty important because, you know, it's an uncomfortable situation. We don't want to we don't want to make your life worse. Um, and, and a lot of, you know, just about everybody we work for seems to have pets and uh i just have nightmares about going out to get some tool and watching two cats run out and uh, never come back or something so you know as long as everybody knows and that was the other thing that you mentioned that too is is where are they going to be while the stuff's going on as you mentioned and i've had an escape artist cat in the past uh <laughs> some of them like literally can like that so uh, yeah saying okay we're going to keep the cats in this part of the house or or those type of things or the dog just to keep everybody happy keep every all the animals and the people everyone safe talking with Mike Tuig owner of Edge Construction do not forget you can find them online edgeconstructioncompany.com that's all one word edgeconstructioncompany.com fantastic website there with a lot of great information the best thing to do pick up the phone to give them a call if you're thinking about doing some remodeling they'd love to work with you at Edge Construction their telephone number 636-3343 that number 636-EDGE of course Edge Construction brings you the home remodeling show right here on 1310 WIBA. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.